Hello and welcome to part 2 of our conversation with Chetna Gala Sinha. In part 1, Chetna spoke about spirituality, her evolution, how she set up the Mandeshi Bank, her tipping point in life, the voice that kept driving her, how Chetna managed multiple priorities in a day with so much happening around her, and finally the multiple roles she played. Without much ado, let us now jump straight into the conversation with Chetna. anything is possible and you know and i love that line so much you actually could be the nation's voice for anything is possible what is your take on it uh, chetna ji so when i say anything is possible yes and uh, how it is possible i always feel that uh, the most important thing in the when you want to make something possible is to listen to people uh, they had something very different to say which you wouldn't have thought it also and let me narrate my experience with Please. some of our women when i worked with when i started a bank and i was thinking that after coming from mumbai getting the license there was so much excitement in the bank i mean or setting up the bank women were very much involved in day to day how are going how are we going to set up the bank where will be the office what will be the furniture they were talking we will have a whole computerized bank and everything and when the operation started the very next day i was like waiting lot of women will come which didn't happen and i asked women that you know we had so much excitement of starting the bank and right. y'all come so they said that we will lose our working days so then we said okay oh. if you all can come bank will come to you and we designed the boxes with having a well, and so that they can save in the boxes right. and right. when the box get full the amount can be transferred to their saving account oh okay design in a very nice red color having mickey mouse on that and oh. that, right those yes yes save. yes yes so then we distributed we got ordered 5000 boxes and we gave to distributed to all our women and when when um, what happened was that after 8 days one woman came to the bank with a broken box and okay. she was really very aggressive and very angry and she was like stamping the box on the table and she was asking me that whose stupid idea is this mm. and i said it is my idea my idea she said you know what before you come the box was actually my husband took the box <coughs> it was full of coins he took it broke it and took all the money away oh, before no. your representative comes oh, and my. i felt that you know uh, she was right actually and then she said that what she was telling me is mm. that i just need access i need control of right. finance that's right. one and second is that whenever you have idea listen to them and then she then you know we had lot of other things that they you, they told us we, we we want electronic passbook so that we can have control on our finance now they are using mobile banking and after using they say that you know i have a smartphone and my money is in my phone and i can you know i i some of our women said that we don't want pin number because we want why why don't we have a biometric and the same thumb which actually objected them to get the banking license yes. now they doing controlling their money by this thumb right awesome awesome so when i see that then the thing the voice is what i listen is that uh, what are they saying 
they are saying never provide poor solutions to poor people never underestimate poor people they are smart you need to provide a very dignified solutions to yeah. them you need to listen to them because they know what they want you do not have to teach them you just have to facilitate them by providing different opportunities which they have not been given once you do that then on um, the life will be very different for them also and for us also wow yeah dignity i think is the key word that is awesome such a small simple thing and we tend to forget it right in our day to day life such a small thing multitasking at all times when you lift your head there are people running here and there problems good things happening how do you maintain inner peace so how do i maintain inner peace um do one thing uh, is that uh, actually uh, i i i like music huh? so that okay. actually gives me a lot of uh, Uh, relaxing it's not inner peace but relaxing the music um, so i listen music and reading also i like which i also which also helps you to reflect so many yes. things yes so these things are there but let me tell you one another thing that how actually that inner peace comes when you see uh, something very different particularly in the younger generation okay right so we have this uh, young uh, we have a program for young girls and actually we never thought that we'll be doing but uh, one young girl came to mandeshi and she said that uh, you know i want to uh, go to high school okay uh, i've completed my 7th grade and um, i want to go to high school but there is no bus there is no communication um, and so my transportation so my parents will drop me out of the school if i don't get uh, any transportation mm. Mm. i want to continue mm. and she tells us that you know i will work in a vacation for two months okay. you don't give me salary but okay. after my work and i we said what work you will do right. and she said i will work to even if you give me a work of work writing the letters i'll do that and after my two months of work whatever work you give me don't give me money or salary okay. give me bicycle bicycle she said yeah give me bicycle okay. so that from my home i can go to school now when i saw that she knows the solution right and wow. she knows that i want to study further and if i get a bicycle and that ride that ride is a freedom ride for yes her, yes right and and i saw her suggesting that that moment gives me a lot of peace that you know these wow. young patients they are they know that our destiny is not just marriage or you know having babies and now we have so many such young girls more than 4000 girls are looking at and some of them have actually become a, a field hockey captain some oh very nice so we have this mandeshi champions program which is led by my son actually very um, nice when bicycle thing became very successful then he decided to come back from us and uh, thought that he will invest his time here but uh, yeah so that inner peace comes when next generation comes with very cheering cheerful example of the life which actually you know 
gives a smile to not only their face but your face also. And, sure, uh, sure. Brilliant, brilliant. Something very distinguished I'm going to talk about. Your first Yale World Fellowship Award and well, and when that happened, Chetnaji, what did it mean to you and how was the experience? You obviously, we know that you didn't do any of this for that. We know that. But when you did get it and your name was announced, what did it mean to you and, you know, tell us the whole thing. So actually, well, let me tell you, I, I was in a Maswad in Satara district, a very small town and now it is town. At that time, it was like a big village. Village. And uh, when I was nominated by Bill Drayton, mm -hmm. uh, or this who actually started Ashoka and I got a message from Yale that you have been nominated for this program and you will have to apply. Now when I started the application process and all, we didn't have a connectivity proper and one has to send it by email and at that time it is in 2000, that process started in 2001. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was in a two mind. First is that should I go because what will happen to the bank? And I went to Reserve Bank that I'm, I'm applying <laughs> for this. And Reserve Bank officer said that who will take care of the bank? Right. <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure that should I do or not. In fact, it was very different experience at that time for me. And then, but uh, my team said that we will manage, you should go. And then I applied and last date, I was not getting the connectivity at 3 a.m. in the morning. The mail went on the last oh, date. Thank and God. I, was like, I had so much of pressure that if I don't do, I may miss the date because right. these things so much. Right. So that was when, of course, it's a very different uh, uh, moments were there. Correct. But the whole program was not only just I was invited, but I was invited with my family. And oh. my kid, I was born and raised in Mumbai. But my kids had, were born in village and they went right. to the local government school. And they also not even studied in English. Okay. So uh, it was very big. Uh, I mean, on the other side, I felt it's an opportunity. And I was always thinking that man, when my kids will grow, right. they will tell, you grew up in Mumbai, you got Correct. all those education Correct. and you put us in this, this school. Right. So I felt an opportunity for them to go. And so my kids also, they mm -hmm. studied in a Marathi medium government school oh, in okay. Mumbai. And for them to go for, and it, I got for one year, not all got for one year, but hmm. for me, it was one year. There were three fellows who got one year scholarship. And so all of us, so my kids, my husband, who, who never had um, speak Marathi, English, all three of them, my kids and my husband, we went together. And uh, particularly my children, all three of them, they had studied in Marathi school. So that was a very big change in our life. That right. was one. The second is, I would say this about Yale World Fellow is that this is a program for emerging leaders. And the important part in such program is that, you know, in a, in a class, we had a deputy prime minister of Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we, in our class, uh, we had a, a, a person who is now at a World Bank from Canada. So these peers, and, and at the same time, I was coming from a very small village. And we had a doctor from Pakistan. So okay. it was very interesting that, you know, how these world fellows and, and actually these, this program gives you a very different uh, 
vision and also different. And for me, it was my first international travel. Right. I had not traveled outside India till 2002. Wow. And it was directly to US. So it gave a lot of opportunity and then even to travel and it is very flexible also. So to build my program, to build my bank or to build all these and get the global out once I get the global outlook, yes. Yes. at the other side, get the global connections, right? Networking. Absolutely. It was Absolutely. great that I could build a Friends of Mandeshi. This is an organization I built in US at that time, which oh. is operating now. So to have that and have so many friends who have helped them and, and every year, I mean, Yale also had the reunion. So it was a very different experience. And yeah. I always feel that if uh, we, I would not have gone to the Yale, um, I would have not been able to build something like this. Correct. But I say that, of course, I do know that the Mandeshi is this uh, uh, people's or community organization and led by community. The only, and, and I'm so proud to share with you that actually um, there are so many women after that they came. So my CEO is a local person, but then she went to Harvard to speak. Wow. Pharma producer company founder, Vanita Pise, she went to London and Exeter University to speak. So it's not like, I would say that it, is, it was not an opportunity for me only to learn, but it also opened the door for the um, Americans for the UK English people right. to learn from these leaders. Absolutely, right? absolutely. But who is going to get an opportunity to learn Correct. from the grassroots CEO? Correct, in, in Yale and Harvard. Correct. They would never, all these MBA graduates will not get this opportunity, Correct. right? Correct. Those experiences are so rich. So I see that way also, that Yale wow. program, they, opens the, they open the door for their students. So after that, we have we regularly get students from Yale, Harvard, Johns Hopkins, oh, very nice. Georgetown, George Washington. They come and study from our women. Wow, that's brilliant. So that's really, that's really good. And, and you're you are absolutely right because unlike uh, the classroom training and education, this is real grassroots education, right? This can never be substituted with anything else. Awesome. <clears throat> Does Chetna find any time for hobbies at all? <laughs> oh, very much. Please tell us. My goodness. <laughs> how, how do you do it? Tell us. I, I would have thought the answer would have been a no. <laughs> at all. I just, so you know, actually, Chetna, I mean, uh, I'm Gujarati, right? Oh, yeah, right, right, so, right. That is now, anytime if I'm in Mumbai during Navratri or anything, <laughs> I just cannot resist myself Garba. with the garbas, right? That is that is one. So that is, and then my all three boys. I have a twins and then eldest son. Oh, all nice. three boys are in sport. I mean, they are very. They they never learned sports in the schools because they grew up in the school. Right. Uh, school, right? But they are good at playing. And um, I also was also part of a cricket team when I was in a university. Okay. So I like to play. Um, so that is, and, and another thing, I do skipping every day. Wow. And I'm a good skipper. I can win the, win the prize even now if I compete with other people in the village. I mean, I think 
So yeah, I mean, I, I like to do these things. Awesome. <laughs> this is so many and wow. Brilliant. Who has been your inspiration? And I know you are an inspiration to millions, but really who has been your inspiration? So uh, the one, I mean, here I would just say that, uh, let me, um, the first thing I should tell you first about that when I was young mm-hmm. and when I got the JP movement, right. uh, that was the time, first time I got exposed to understand Gandhi and, you know, read Gandhi and all that. So um, Mahatma is always there. Absolutely. And, uh, because my life started that way. Um, but now I feel that, uh, and uh, let me give you another example of uh, one of our women. Again, Please. I would say is that I mean, there are millions of such. Right. But uh, when I was coach, I mean, when I was going to co-chair Davos in 2018, January World Economic Forum. Right. When such opportunity come, first thing I do is I talk to women. What Very. do they think? What should I do? Very right. Very so I went to all the women and I said that, you know what, um, I, I have been selected. Uh, they are asking me to co-chair World Economic Forum Davos. And uh, I don't know what am I going to do. And I'm the only women coming from like Asia and Africa, right. a non-white. Uh, yeah, person. correct. Uh, <clears throat> so how would I, and then I was telling a women that Davos is a place where there's a, a parking for aeroplanes. And it's people talk about millions and trillions, right? And so I was telling our women that, you know, it is such a, such, it's that place that, and what should I go and tell them? Because we have built a bank, which is, of course, uh, with no outside support, no Correct. investors. Correct. It's a small institution, a balance sheet is very small. Right. And what am I going to talk to people there? And when I was talking to the women, there was one lady called Sugrabi. And you know what she said? Oh, so what? Our balance sheet is so small. Tell them that, you know, for first five years, we have sacrificed our dividend and we have a very good reserves and very strong institution. Go and tell them that we have sacrificed the dividend. We have built the first rural women's bank. And then she tells me that go and say, tell those people who talk about capital so much that our courage is our capital. Wow. Wow. Then when she said that, I felt that her courage is my courage. Yeah. And and so these are the women who actually inspire me. And I always like to tell people that, you know, it's not that uh, there must be so many other people around anybody, around you, around anybody. Mm. Right. But they may, they may, they can be your courage too. So this is the inspiration I get from the community to think uh, differently. Wow. Or I would say that very this nice. enriches my thoughts. Very nice. Ah, you know, before I get to my last question, I was thinking to lighten the talk a little bit. Let's do a rapid fire with you, if you're ready. So uh, you are life-defining moment. My having a child. Oh, wonderful. When I, a child, when I delivered my son, I mean, in you know, a first delivery, that was 
that moment I felt like I'm it's it's different to imagine right what will be that moment yeah you know, absolutely and all and you give a birth to a Correct. child and that moment was very wow brilliant your legacy Chetna ji <clears throat> my mother wow brilliant yeah because she was such a she got widowed at a very young age and uh, she would never she was always so brave and tireless and incredible incredible rural women persistent wow nari shakti very um, innovating and social entrepreneurship courage is the capital such beautiful answers it's a rapid fire but your answers are so deep chetna uh, ji it's really brilliant i you know before we before we do wind up i have one last question to ask you <clears throat> and this this is really so important for the listeners your advice uh, to women or girls out there chetna ji who are aspiring to if not become you at least to emulate some of what you have done uh, what would you tell them and how would you what would you tell them to do believe in you and do what you like when i say i would just like to elaborate that when i decided to leave mumbai and work in the village everybody was saying are you crazy mm. everybody was saying that and then everybody felt that you know i'll ruin my young days i'll ruin mm. my career and i just want to say that whatever you do the hard work will always bring you the best career so believe in what do it what you believe in don't give up just because you know um, people will say like i mean i just i always laugh and say ki log kya kahenge correct that thing that log forget those log that has killed so many ideas right log kya kahenge what will people think of me brilliant on that note chetna ji i i think we have come to the end of our talk uh, i i have been so inspired you left me with every answer of yours has been uh, 3000 feet deep uh, like a bore well going deeper and deeper and water coming out um, the 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 women in your life uh, kira bai and kanta bai and anjana and manisha and all the others you spoke about uh, uh, the chetna the olympic torch driving them and saying let's run Um, incredible story um, jaw dropping inspiring you know i am awestruck uh, you are my hero uh, trust me when i tell you this you are my hero you really are uh, you are you are you should be the poster hero poster woman for every every kid you know anything is possible i can go on i can i can write a book uh, i can write a book on you but uh, seriously thank you very much for taking your time out uh, chetna ji we do 10% of what you do in a day and we still say we are busy and we are ashamed of ourselves but thank you very much for uh, coming to the studio thank you very much for taking a time out being so patient and answering all my questions uh, uh, anything you want to say to the listeners uh, about your yourself your moment anything just i would like to say to the listeners is that uh, listen to people listen to people around you listen to humble people listen to communities uh, they will actually always uh, uh, whenever you are in um, doubt listen to the humblest people around you uh, and your doubt will go awesome 
on that note uh, chitna ji thank you very much listeners we we've had pots of gold here and and a rainbow as well uh, we wish you all success more power to you uh, nari has always been a symbol of power for me more power to you and uh, i love your takeaway line which is courage is capital so keep going chetna ji the world needs more of you and uh, wish you a lot of success namaste thank namaste you. namaste thank you very much